everyone. Welcome back to But What Will People Say? I'm your host, Disha Mazeppa, and this is a South Asian interracial relationship and lifestyle podcast. Welcome back for another episode. Hi, everybody. We have made it to the last episode of 2023. Thanks for coming along for the ride. It's been a good time, I think. Um, this episode is kind of just like a little end of year message pep talk, maybe some words of wisdom. Um, I've just been really enjoying doing solo episodes and I was like, let me just like do a fun little holiday words of wisdom. Cause I know this time of year can be like the older I get, the more complicated sometimes it feels as an adult, but it doesn't have to be complicated. And I just wanted to come here and remind you of that. So let's get to it. Okay, so first things first, you made it through another year, and as always, I'm so proud of you, and you should be proud of you too. Life is messy, complicated, fun, exhausting, all of those things, and I'm sure your year had a little bit of all the chaos, but we made it. We're getting in to the end of the year, and you should be proud of yourself because you've come such a long way. Um, and I think at least for me, who is like queen of negative Nancy when she's in a bad mood. Um, it helps to make a list of like all the positive things that happened in a year or things that you accomplished, things that brought you joy, because our brains are pretty naturally wired to focus on the negative as just like a survival thing. So like if something bad happened and like you forgot about it, then it could happen again if you don't recognize the warning signs. Um, unfortunately, nowadays that tends to backfire where we just like remember every bad thing that ever happened. Um, and so if you sort of flip that on its head and try to focus on all the positive things that happened, it will make this time of year a whole lot more fun. Um, and just be proud of yourself. I feel like brown girls are so bad at being proud of themselves and it would be so much easier if we all just stopped tying our self-worth to our accomplishments or our paychecks or whatever external validation we could show the world that we are worth something. Maybe try making a list of all the things that are positive in your life that are not related to accomplishment, which can be very difficult when you're brown. But if you try, I believe in you, I think you can do it. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, and I'm sure you've heard this a thousand times, is to make sure you do a little self-care and make sure you're taking care of yourself this holiday season and whatever that might be. I think when you're a brown kid, like most of us didn't grow up celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah or like whatever you celebrate this time of year. Um, it was just like another day and then you got a week off from school and you just like putzed around. Um, but like if you want to celebrate those holidays, and I think most of you who listen to this podcast and marriage someone who isn't brown, like you have like full permission to go as balls deep doing Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever. Um, 
but you don't need a reason. Like you can just have fun. Um, as the brown half of my relationship, I am still the queen of Christmas in my half of the relationship. My husband literally would be like, did we get everyone Christmas presents? And I'm like, yeah, wrapped them, stocked them, got them ready to go. Um, because I enjoy it. And if it brings you joy, fucking do it. Don't let, this is my one big thing. This was like my mantra this year, kind of, sort of, was like, don't let anyone yuck your yum. Like, if it's something that you enjoy, just fucking do it. And don't be the guy who like puts other people down for finding joy in like the frivolity of life because that is what makes life fun and worth living. And when you're brown and you were raised by very utilitarian-minded parents, like anything that was frivolous or joyful, they like would immediately knock down a peg. And so like if there's one thing you can unlearn and undo a mindset around, it's that. Don't yuck other people's yum and don't do it to yourself. Let yourself have fun. Create whatever silly holiday traditions you want to create because it just doesn't matter at the end of the day. And even if, you know, you're just an adult or you're single or maybe you married someone else who is Hindu or Muslim and Christmas isn't such a big thing for you, then like make it what you want. If you want to do holiday things, do it. If you want to cancel everything and use it as an excuse to go on vacation, do that. And even if you are someone who is part of a family that does like your standard American holiday things, you can participate in however way you want. I'm a Pinterest bitch. I enjoy doing ridiculous things like putting up two Christmas trees in the living room and doing all the Christmas decorating with my mother-in-law. And I literally spent yesterday personalizing the ribbon on the gift boxes with people's names that I ironed onto the ribbon. I have zero regrets. I'm extremely happy with that decision. It looks great. And it's a fun little touch. And yes, I make my husband wear Christmas pajamas. And yes, every year I buy myself a new pair of Christmas pajamas. Shout out to Target. I got a really cute velour set of like red velour fancy pajamas and there are no regrets. I'm very happy with it. Um, and I enjoy it. So do what makes you happy. Do the things that bring you joy. And if you want to be someone who wholeheartedly embraces a culture you may not have been raised with, but guess what? If you grew up in America, you can claim Christmas as hard as you want. Like you can literally just take it and run. Like it is very much a part of American culture. You, if you were born and raised here, you are American and you can take it and give whatever meaning you want to it. And if you want to ignore all the holiday things, be my guest. If that makes you happy, go for it. Um, And like one thing I've done that I think has been really helpful because I am a kid who lives in therapy because she basically doesn't acknowledge any of her emotions. Well, what a surprise. Um, but I have a card business, which is not a secret around here. And obviously I sell Christmas cards, but it's also an excuse for me to be a card sender. And because I don't express my emotions to people's faces, especially like when people mean a lot to me, like I just will never tell them and assume they know. Um, cards have been a nice way for me to like write down what people mean to me and how important they are to me in my life. And 
it's more comfortable because I'm writing it down on a cord and sending it instead of like having this like deep, intense conversation with someone. Um, and it's been a great way to connect with people. And I've only done it for the last like year or two. Like I'll send Valentine's Day cards. I send birthday cards, all of it. Um, and it's just like a little something that has really helped me be able to like be a little more open with the people who I'm closest with. And speaking of people you are closest with, if you have found family, that is family. This time of year, I think the thing that makes it so stressful for some people is that like being around family, especially because you don't choose those people, can be like a real pain in the ass, um, especially when you're brown. Um, and pro tip, if you don't want to be around some people, especially like your half of the family, like for me, whenever my aunts and uncles or parents invite me to something and I don't want to go, my new life hack has been saying that, oh, Michael doesn't want to go or Michael can't go. And because brown people think I am my husband's property and that he owns me and makes all of the decision making about my life, I was like, oh, I could play that game. So instead of coming up with an excuse to not go, I just say Michael doesn't want to go or like Michael can't do it. And it's like, well, I'm clearly incapable of getting in a car and showing up to an event on my own, right? So like, guess I won't be there. <laughs> it's a very helpful little life hack I have learned to use this year repeatedly. And no one asks questions. Like, again, my family thinks I'm my husband's property. So they're like, okay, yeah, like we totally understand. Like Michael, you know, doesn't want to be here or like Michael's busy. So I guess you guys won't be there. And at the same time, they don't judge him for it. Like if I said I didn't want to go because I don't want to be there, they'd be like, you're a shitty person. Like, what do you mean? We're family, blah, blah, blah. But when it's Michael, they're like, okay, yeah, totally. Jamai said like, no, okay. Um, It's a great life hack. I just like totally use their own mentality against them. And it makes me feel really proud of myself. Um, but yeah, if you have found family, whether that's friends, whether it's your in-laws, whoever it might be, just like I said in my found family episode, those people count. And if the holidays are super like negative and stressful, then change something about them. They shouldn't be. And you are absolutely 100% not obligated to be around anybody. Okay. You really aren't. Like if you don't get along with your in-laws, you don't have to see them. Or you can like decide in what capacity you want to be a part of that part of your life. Or you can just hang out with all new people. That's fine too. I think the older I get, the more I just have like fewer and fewer fucks to give. And I think also the older I get, the more obvious it becomes that like I do way too much like people pleasing where I'm just like, oh, but they're family. Oh, but like I'm their older sister. I'm, you know, I have to be there for them, blah, blah, blah. And like for me, I have more issues with my family. And like now that I'm 31, Michael and I, I'm going to be 31. Michael and I have been married now for five years. And I think for a really long time, the fact that my family got on board with me marrying him and at all like my aunts and uncles getting on board and like embracing him I kept using that as like oh but they love me like they've done so much for me like I 
and now I'm now obligated to like do all these things for them. And it's like, wait, they did like one nice thing for you. Like you don't owe them a lifetime of servitude. Like, especially now, like we're at five years, like the expiration date has well passed. Like you do not have to one, tolerate their shit and two, you know, just be treated like shit by people. Um, also the older I get, the more I realize like how obvious it is that like brown girls like women in our culture are truly like not even seen as people like you exist entirely to serve the people around you and like it's like it's almost like we've been dehumanized and i think when you're younger you don't notice it or like life hasn't gotten that complicated where it isn't slapped in your face yet but I will tell you, the one thing I learned this year was no matter how fucking nice people want to be to you, if you're a girl in South Asian culture, you just don't matter as much to people as the men do. And no one gives a shit. And it is honestly fucking exhausting. So I've decided to check out. I very much have just kind of taken a step back and I'll decide to step back into my family's life when I fucking feel like it. Right now, it's pretty much bare minimum and I'm okay with that. I really, really am. But um, that's a, that's been a helpful little change of looking at things and not feeling like because people did one nice thing for me, I owe them like my whole fucking life and my sanity because I don't shout out to therapy and my therapist she's amazing um what else what else oh also because it is the holidays whether you celebrate them or not treat yourself the sales are great get yourself something you absolutely don't need or if somebody asks you like oh what do you want for christmas tell them because if you're like me if i get something i don't want i'm gonna regift it so you might as well tell them what you want just say it whatever it is if it's someone that you're like, I don't really expect you to get me anything too crazy. Just, I don't know, ask for a Starbucks gift card. On And honestly, telling people what you want makes everyone's lives easier because then they also don't have to think about it. They're like, oh, I'll get her something I know she'll like. And also, you can stop being a people pleaser and be like, oh, I don't need anything. You don't have to get me anything. I'll t- like, whatever, whatever you want. Like, I, I'm not picky. Yes, you are. Be picky. You're allowed to be picky. It's fine. <laughs> what else what else but yeah also don't just be picky but treat yourself the sales are great go buy yourself something it's cool why not don't feel bad about it that is one thing i think i've gotten kind of better at i don't know i mean i still feel guilty about literally doing anything for myself but i'm like a step above that so like a little better you know i'm gonna give myself credit for that um And also, make your own holiday rules. I said this before, but you can literally do whatever you want. It's fine. If you want to spend Christmas Eve getting drunk at a bar with all your friends, do that. If you want to go on vacation the whole end of the year, do that. What else? Ooh, letting go of the past. This was, this is an interesting one because I've said it a thousand times on this podcast, but brown people will hold grudges until the end of time. They will pass their grudge on to their children. 
and they will literally like have you ever listened to brown people like if like maybe your parent has a problem with some other person in your community they will not only like judge that person they will also talk shit about their children like oh I don't like them because they did this one thing to me so now we also don't like their kids and their kids must also be shitty people and I'm like what kind of asinine projection bullshit is that ignore it just move on if first of all 99% of things in my head I'm just like is it that serious most of the time it's not most of the time it's not that serious and if it is then do something about it you can decide to talk to someone and have an uncomfortable conversation you can choose to step back and step away from a situation if you're not interested and you can just decide like i just need a pause from you and maybe we'll table this for later and by table this i mean we're just gonna forget about it because sometimes it's just not even worth it you know you're allowed to just let things go. That is the best thing about the end of the year when people start reflecting, when I start having a mental breakdown because I'm not just reflecting on the year. My birthday is January 2nd. There is no getting past the like yearly reflection montage agenda of the internet and being reminded that I'm a year older and then feeling like I should have a mental breakdown about it. I'm going to try not to have one this year. And I have to say, being 30 has been phenomenal. I highly recommend your 30s, way better than your 20s. So I'm going to try not to have a mental breakdown this year, but we'll see. We'll see. But I will say, it's definitely better than my 20s. Like, anything I'm upset about in my 30s is honestly cakewalk compared to the things that would make me upset in my 20s have to say it's because i'm like way too confident in myself maybe not way too maybe appropriately confident in myself i just like don't have time for anyone's bullshit anymore and i don't care like i don't even care who you are to me like in my life it's we've just like reached that point of like oh okay like you know what it is i think was it my therapist somebody said to me they were like believe who someone is the first time they show you And it's like, and this is where I think I've spent a lot of time justifying people treating me poorly with like, oh, they're a family or oh, they're whatever, or oh, they're just young. And now it's just like, no, actually, you're just a shitty person. So like, that has been helpful. And in my head, I'm always like, you can fix ugly on the outside, but you can't fix ugly on the inside. So when people show you they're ugly on the inside, accept that. And take it for what it is. Okay. And maybe that makes me judgy, but it's working in my favor. Um, Let's see. Saying no to invites. We already talked about that. I have a list. Again, if this seems like I'm reading off of something, it's because I tried to take notes. Um, definitely say no to invites of things you don't want to go to. It's fine. Um, turn the world off. This is... So one of my best life decisions... Mike and I made was at the end of the year we just like turn everything off and dip out like we leave and we go on like a mini staycation in one of our favorite places and like we go to the same town we stay at the same place we pretty much will eat at the same places there because it's like a tiny little town and we turn everything off 
we just like check out like no work emails no whatever I mean like if we have to keep tabs on things like we will like my you know online business never turns off so like I will occasionally check in to make sure like shit hasn't hit the fan but like 99% of it like we check out and it's a vacation that you don't have to think about because we don't have to plan anything it's like same place same town same place we stay just do it and having like a mindless trip like that that is always at the end of the year brilliant life decision i mean great for our relationship great for us and i get if you have like kids and actual responsibilities that's different but like when you're a dink like me that a dink is double income no kids and that is currently my favorite phrase to use but also the tiktok trend is hilarious um so this is where I throw in, we're dinks. We go on last minute trips by ourselves at the end of the year because we don't need a nanny. Um, and it's a vibe. It's a good life decision. All right. What else we got? Have fun. I'm going to say it over and over again. Have fun. Do all the things. You want to go all in on Christmas? Do that. You don't want to celebrate Christmas? Do that. Whatever it is, as long as it makes you happy. And I personally have chosen the route of enjoying the holidays because I do have fun with it and I'm crafty and I like doing puzzles and I like Christmas lights and I like being cozy and reading too many books and being antisocial. And so I basically build my holidays around that, which has been great because that's what brings me joy and if it brings you joy to do the opposite do that and honestly that has been my best life hack this year was like if i just don't like fully embracing that i am like a cozy indoor person like yes i love being adventurous and outdoorsy in the summer but come the burr month october november december i don't want to go outside i don't want to stay out late I don't want to party. Like, when you know how people have FOMO, I don't have FOMO. I have joy in missing out. Don't invite me. I want to stay at home in my fuzzy socks and read my book and drink fancy tea and hang out with my dog. And I have fully accepted that part of who I am as a person. And I don't care if people want to call me boring. I don't care if people want to call me lame. Because these are the things that I enjoy. And I'm actually very happy with it. Like reading a good book has never made me upset. But going out and being out till one in the morning with a hangover the next day, trust me, there have been regrets multiple times, but I have never regretted staying in, taking a bath and reading a book. And honestly, if I could do that every weekend, I would. It's fine. So that's been the best part about being 30. It's just like unapologetically like enjoying the things I enjoy and not caring what anybody thinks about it. I think there was a TikTok sound that was like being your 30s are basically falling back in love with the things you loved when you were a teenager, but without the shame or embarrassment. And that is exactly my life. Like I've been a dorky book obsessed like nerd my entire teenage life like I literally dressed up for the twilight book releases and had 
book parties with my friends and Harry Potter was my whole personality and like I tried so hard not to like make that obvious I'm sure I failed at it but I did and now I just like shamelessly like don't care I'm like no I'm a book person and I'm an indoor person and yeah it's just what it is so I highly recommend my 30s for that sole purpose alone is you get to like fall in love with your younger self but like unapologetically it's been great but yeah this is kind of a rambly ranty borderline directionless episode but I just want you to know that it's that time of year that you really should just make it what you want and do the things you want because everyone is most of us are off of work and you should just take this time and try to make it what you want whether it's high key low key quiet party whatever do it and be proud of yourself because you made it through another year and life is messy. So I'm sure your year wasn't perfect because nobody's year was perfect and ignore everyone on the internet that is sitting there being like, oh my God, my life is so perfect all the time. They're lying. Okay, that's all. Have a wonderful, wonderful end of the year. Enjoy the holidays. Do all of the things. And I will see you guys in January at the ripe old age of 31. I'm not old, but I will be 31. Okay, see you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Make sure if you enjoyed this episode, you leave us a review on iTunes. You can find the show on all major streaming platforms. You can find me on Instagram at disha.mazeppa. You can shop my Etsy shop, Disha Mazeppa Designs. Find out everything you want to know about this show at dishamazeppa.com. And if you or someone you know would like to be a guest, you can email bwwpspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye. This podcast is hosted and produced by Disha Mystery Mazeppa. Music for the show was created by Crexwell. Mm-hmm.